Welcome to Girls That Invest. Today's Monday, which means we're bringing you Money Confessions, a weekly series where you tell us your deepest, darkest money secrets or hot takes. You're joined today by Sim and Sonia, two best friends who have a lot to say. Let's get into it. Hello, Sonia. Hello, Simran. I feel like we are two best friends that have a lot to say. (laughs) It's why we say it every week. I think we have like the fact that we have turned our conversations into a podcast and been like, you know what? We are nosy and we have opinions and we will share them. And the fact that we do this every week, like who, who does that? We do. We do. Anyway, that's, that is neither here nor there. Let's get into this week's episode. It is actually quite a delicate one. So just for context, Sonia does not get to see what these are. And I'm going to hit her with a little bit of a bomb. Are you ready, Sonia? Mm-hmm. Dear Sim and Sonia, I'm in a delicate financial situation with my mum. To give you some background, I have suffered from abuse and neglect from my parents, which has led us to be estranged for a long time. For the last five years, the situation has been better and we have regular contact. My mum has asked my partner and I for help several times. We have helped her and her husband move cities, helped them renovate their properties, and have given them large amounts of money to do so. We also agreed to be their renters for one of their properties so that they can gain some cash. Her husband has a daughter who has left the country and we don't see her or her kids. The other day they showed us their will in which they will divide everything into four parts. Me, her husband's daughter and her two kids. I asked if this was open to changes once I have my own children and they say that it is not. I don't feel like they owe me money but I sort of do. His daughters have always had support. They paid for her education and car, while I had to figure out things on my own because according to them, I was smarter. I'm not a genius and she's not dumb. Also, we're the same age. I was vocal about this with them and they took it as we only helped them get something to get something from them, as in they helped the parents move around and stuff just to get gain something. They were getting very aggressive about it, so we left and hoped that things would cool off. My partner is hurt by the situation and he feels that I am being taken advantage of, so he wants us to turn off the tap and focus on getting our own wealth. I agree with him, and if I was younger and wouldn't have wanted kids, I know I would do it immediately. However, I want to do it in a sensible way so that we don't burn any bridges. I don't think we can be 100% honest because of my mum's unpredictability and I've always been scared of her. Now I'm afraid she'll kick us out. Remember, we are her tenants. We also helped my partner's mum along with his brother and his wife because she's unable to work due to illness. With this economy, our savings are suffering and my partner and I are burnt out. How would you address this situation? Please help. This is a lot. And I just want to take a second to acknowledge the conversation around abuse and around dealing with a parent that is obviously not a sort of safe place that you've grown up. And there's like a whole extra layer of like just there's a huge nuance to it. And I don't think Sonia and I in that space are qualified to speak, but we will talk about the money and the money side of things and the inheritance issue. But Sonia, take it away. One of my unhealthy habits is that I feel like this irrational anger to everyone on behalf of everyone that writes in and every week that we do this because there's just so many layers and I 
don't know where to start. And I also feel like I say that a lot, but I just want to acknowledge just how much of a kind person that you are to go through what you did and to one, deal with that trauma of abuse, but then also reaching your hand out and still helping them. Even if you are on good terms now, I think as you grew up, you don't really let go of five-year-old you or 10-year-old you or 15-year-old you. It's kind of like they're still in there somewhere and you solve your issues, sure, or you deal with them a little bit better, but it's just unbelievably kind how you've helped them. And it's not as if you're giving them $20 for gas. I mean, she's saying that she's helped them for renovations in their house and, you know, helped her mother and her husband move cities. And that's not a $20 thing. That's not paying for dinner. Those are really large sums of money they've taken away from you, you and your partner as well to help someone else. And you don't just do that if you're not a nice person, you know? It's also like you can understand why they were a little bit shocked. Like when the parents were like, oh, did you just want to help us so you could get the will? And they're like, no, like we just wanted to do it because it was the right thing to do. But you not having us in the will makes us feel like, you know, you didn't value us or you think like we don't deserve it. And yet here's examples where we think we've like been good children to you. Like I feel like the only time you hear about people saying, you know, we didn't give them anything in the world or we gave them less in the world is when you like hate your child or when you are just like, you know what? Screw that person. They weren't good to us. Yeah. But also the same could be said about the mum. Like you've accepted all this help. You've accepted all this money. Your husband has also accepted that. And meanwhile, his kids are fully taken care of. She's had to figure it out on her own and, you know, support them with also, you know, her partner's money. What do you mean I'm not on the will? Like, or like, yeah, or a very small amount. It's, this is my thought process so far. And this is, I, I wonder if the issue is, because if I was in this position, I would one, have an open dialogue with my partner. So in this situation, like talk with him or her and try and understand what is it that we want to achieve out of this so that we are on the same page. I think the second thing I would be looking into is I would actually move out of their house. I would yeah. not be, because from an outside point of view, it is very hard to have a case and say, why are we not having more money on the will when you are living in their house? And yes, you are a tenant and you are paying rent, but it can also be perceived. Like it's interesting in your message, you said, we're living in their house to help them get some cash, but they could technically get another tenant. It doesn't have to be you. And they're probably looking at it as, you know, my daughter is staying at one of our rental properties and so she doesn't have to deal with a nasty landlord. She's just dealing with her parents and it's, you know, why are we doing even more for her? I can see them viewing it in that way. So move out of that house. I think that it would be a good idea to find a new place, one for safety reasons, but also to give you some space and some financial independence from them because you're still kind of, you know, um, what's the word, like tied up with them financially if your parents are your landlords. Yeah. It's hard to prioritize you and your future and to make sure that you don't get burnt too much before you, you know, start giving all that money away when you're in their house. 
you just seem like a very gracious person because I feel like not only are you giving them large amounts of money and now you're helping them like being a tenant. <laughs> and mm. I, I think it's honestly my honest Sonia opinion, you are doing too much. You are doing way too much and you deserve to have a good life. You deserve to prioritize yourself. You and your partner deserve to build wealth for you guys and your future family, whatever that looks like to you. I think if you are already also supporting your partner's family as well, are you guys okay? Like, what are we doing for fun here? Like, how are we unwinding? How are we, are you guys going on vacation? Like, I think it's very easy for kind people to be kind and to think that everyone else around them is going to be the same way or think the same way, but that's not the case. And I genuinely, one, my solid opinion for you is that you're doing too much, sure. But two, I most definitely think that you are being taken advantage of. And I think it's one thing to like your mom and do that. It's another thing to suffer the way that you did and go through the things that you did and still do what you're doing. It's not even one of those situations where it's like, talk to her. You're scared of her. And I I don't want to encourage you to potentially put yourself and your partner in unsafe situations. So I think if we're talking about steps, I think if we're talking about what to do, I complete agreement with Sim. Like you need to look at moving out. You need to look at separation and cooling down and then figuring it it out from there. Because I don't think you can make those decisions while you're still so intertwined with them. I also think when it comes to the issue itself of like, you know, the way that the will is going to be split and the way that you feel like this is completely unfair because, you know, technically there are just two children, you and your stepsister. And yes, your stepsister has children of her own and therefore why should she get, you know, more priority in terms of where the inheritance goes. I think it is probably worth, if you are interested in having a sit down conversation with your mum and your stepdad and trying to gain a clearer idea of the reason behind this decision because maybe they haven't explained it well maybe that's what they've said and there's more to it if I had to guess if I had to put my thinking hat on this is my theory I can imagine that if your let's say your stepdad had the majority of the wealth between you or your mum and him maybe he felt like hey look I've worked my whole life and I've got inheritance to give and this has been a marriage later in life like we married when our both our daughters were adults and I want most of my wealth to go towards my daughter that I think needs more help and hey look the other one hasn't really needed that much help and let's do it based on like a needs based or like a means based tested way and also maybe you didn't have a relationship with each other and he doesn't feel this need to like split it 50-50. Whatever that reason is, I would personally want to know just so it can help me understand it better because at the end of the day, I will be honest, as much as it is unfair, that is their money and they don't owe us an inheritance even if they are our parents, blood parents, step parents, whoever it is. It is not nice to know that you are not being given 
things that you thought you were going to get or that it's been given in a way that is unfair and you are allowed to feel resentment and you're allowed to be annoyed and you need to acknowledge your feelings like I would be hurt I would be disappointed I would be angry give yourself permission to feel that have a calm communication experience with them where you can discuss how this makes you feel but after that you do actually just have to accept if they say I think this daughter needs more of our inheritance than the other one because of being smarter or whatever their reason is that is there's not much you can do about For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of a card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it, from local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple, increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win, win, win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. I just feel this, it just ties so well into you are doing too much and not everyone Mm. is going to be like you and not everyone is going to be as giving like I'm I'm stressed because I I want to be there while you have this conversation and defend you but yeah I think sometimes parents while that sounds really nice on paper like we're leaving you less money and we're not going to give you equal parts of the same money because we don't think you need it because you're smarter or whatever even if that was the case girl you've done a lot you deserve it too at the end of the day, as Sim says, if that's the decision, then that's their decision and you can make moves to listen. One of my biggest things is that my ego comes into play and I'm very prideful. And when stuff like this happens, and if you show me that amount of disrespect, my first thing is like, okay, I'm gone. You're never (laughs) seeing me again. And I'm disassociating and I can do that successfully. Our avoidant queen. (laughs) But (laughs) I think that if they can make those decisions about their money, you you can play the same game almost. Sonia. (laughs) Yeah, prioritize you. You know, don't give them any cash. Don't give them any money. Or your time or your like love or attention. Or your time or your energy. Like I feel like they've taken already so much away from you and they've stolen like certain parts from you already girl get out and then look if this doesn't work either you do have one last resort and i wanted to leave this to the very end of the episode because i don't really recommend this it is not my personal belief but if you want there is the option to take legal action 
If you believe that there is foul play involved or there is a undue influence on a wall creation, you can seek legal counsel. This is definitely a last resort. It absolutely will cause significant family rifts if you decide to go down that route. But if you think that things are unfair, you're not allowed to go to court and be like, I deserve xyz and i'm not getting it but if you think that there's foul play involved then that is an option but if i was in your shoes i would try and have one last conversation with my family to explain why i believe that things should be split 50 50 and therefore like you know or or even one third to two thirds but if they say look this is where we are we're firm on it you've then got to look and decide is my relationship with these people's working with me is it suiting me am i getting other things out of this in terms of like love and care and support do i want these people around and then you've got to make a decision but one thing i would highly recommend move out like that's not serving you that's not serving them and they probably think that they're doing you a favor by not increasing rent every six months like they would with you know another tenant they're probably like oh we're already financially supporting her why do we need to give her more money in the will Sonia is seething. I'm just like, yeah, get out of there. Have a conversation, you know, don't cut ties. But even like the legal thing, if you feel that strongly and foul play, you're getting this advice too soon from a professional after reviewing the facts, not emotion, which I'm doing right now, Um, (laughs) not emotion. Because even that in my head is like, you're giving them more of your time. Absolutely. No, I completely agree with you. Love to you, girl. Honestly. We send all of our love to you and definitely keep us updated. We love hearing what happens in these situations. Now, if you have a money confession or something that you need help with, send us a DM on Instagram or email us at hello at girlsandvest.com. Give us all the information that you can and you may just be featured on next week's episode. Until next time, Sonia. Till next time, Sim. Bye. Bye. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence. Alrighty, till next time team. Bye.